we present I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue, the antidote to panel games. At the piano is Matthew Scott, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello, and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. A number of people have asked me recently what I, a respectable musician, am doing chairing this program. Is it money, they ask, or can it possibly be pleasure? Well, in fact, I'm not at liberty to say why I do it, but if I could get hold of the negative, things would be very different. <laughs> and our comely scorer, Samantha, would be very relieved too. This week we've got a new player, so things might look up. Bill Tidy joins Barry Cryer on my left. <laughs> and they play... Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton on my right. Not forgetting, of course, our lovely scorer, who, since she joined us at the beginning of the series, has given an entirely new meaning to the term awarding points. Samantha. <laughs> and we've got time for one more round, so we're going to play... <laughs> the last thing I remember, this round's called. It's a variation of the game Famous Last Words. I shall be asking the teams for the last thing they remember before becoming totally incapacitated. <laughs> the winner will be the one with the most marks, or bruises. And we're going to start with you, Willie Rushton. Sure. The last thing I remember, Humphrey, is casually asking Claire Rayner whatever happened to heavy petting. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, the last thing I remember is I stood outside the Cunard White Star offices in 1912 with my, <laughs> with my polar bear as they displayed lists of survivors from the Titanic. Is, is there any news of the iceberg? <laughs> Tim, the last thing I remember is confidently saying, I don't know, these C5 seem pretty safe to me. <laughs> Barry. Hello, Hum. They did, oh, the Barry. last thing I remember was telling Steve Davis an Irish joke. <laughs> I'm told a cue was later removed with the aid of a local anaesthetic. <laughs> I was in High Hoban. I think it was a Thursday. I saw this huge figure lumbering towards me, and I thought, Ho, ho, elephant man lives. And I shouted, Put the bag back on your head, Jumbo! It was Robert Maxwell. <laughs> Last thing I remember hearing is, Timbrook Taylor, come on down. <laughs> oh, what a nice girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I can remember is I stuck my head in through the stable door on that Christmas so long ago as the star shone brightly overhead, <laughs> was <laughs> saying, Good evening, I'm from the One Parent Family Association. <laughs> Oh, it's a girl. <laughs> you ever had a fight outside a yurt? I can remember <laughs> fighting outside a yurt in Ulaanbaatar in... Nine, uh, no, 1181. <laughs> <laughs> as late as that. Well, we, are we allowed previous existences? You allowed anything on this show. I remember fighting outside this yurt and saying, Mrs. Khan, your Jenkins is hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> He's in a world of his own, you know. <laughs> Right, well, that's the point where I give the teams advance warning 
of the late arrivals whom they'll have to announce at the end of the program. And this week, we'll be asking them to announce the late arrivals at the Expectant Mother's Ball. Oh. Expectant <laughs> Mother's Ball. We're going to play good news, bad news. Someone whom I'm about to nominate will start with some good news, and then the next person gives us the corresponding bad news, next person gives us more good news, and so on, until I press the buzzer, which, for those of you sitting at home, you're itching to know what the buzzer sounds like. It sounds like that. Right. We'll start with you, Tim. Some good news. Uh, good news. Um, they've introduced proportional representation. Good. <laughs> that means Cyril Smith's got 15 seats. <laughs> Another ten, and you can sit down. <laughs> that was good news. <laughs> Bad news on the SDP. <laughs> <laughs> good news. That's not bad news. Uh, but this is, um, they're going to televise the Commons. Good news over Mary Whitehouse's dead body. Terrific news! <laughs> yes, yeah. Bad news, it's replacing snooker. <laughs> Good news, even more balls for your money! <laughs> well, let's do that again, I like that. <laughs> Good news, they've you. introduced proportional rep... Oh, no, not exactly. <laughs> more repeat. Willie, start this one off, please, with some good news. Uh, good news, it's British film here. Bad news... I've already seen it twice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good news. Ah, uh, Richard Attenborough's making Gandhi too. Bad news. Just when you thought it was safe to get back in the loincloth. Ah, <laughs> uh, good news. David Lean's making Passage to India too. Bad news. It's called Korean Papadon. <laughs> Is that good news or bad news? I can't remember. <laughs> no, All right. Good news. Well, shall we call it? It's, uh, <laughs> it's a remake of Ria Vindaloo. Bad news. Sir Alec Guinness will be singing Chip Party's Over. <laughs> good news. Clint Eastwood will be appearing as Doty Harry. <laughs> bad news. It's called A Fistful of Dow. <laughs> it's the first Tandoori Western. Good news. After the show, why not visit Black Hole of Kolkata? Only a few minutes from this year. Bad news, they're open. <laughs> Good news. Good news, the Pope's getting married. Bad news. Again. <laughs> Good news. Um, Elizabeth Taylor was eliminated in the semi-finals <laughs> on the away scoring system. <laughs> After extra time. Bad, uh, bad news. He is marrying the, the, the Nolan sisters. No. Good news. The children are being brought up sideways. <laughs> Bad, bad news. The bride's mother wants to redecorate the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> in papal puce. <laughs> Good news. Uh, oh, look. There's a large puff of grey smoke. 
That's his first wife gone then. <laughs> so we're now going on to play the well-known game last episode. In this round, the aim is to put the last nail in the coffin of a long-running radio or television show and close the series down in one line. Matty Scott will play the theme music and I shall award some points. Possibly. <laughs> Bill, we're going to start with you now and I'd like you to put an abrupt end to Crossroads. My God! They're putting a traffic island in! <laughs> Willie put an end to Miami Vice. Ah, come on, Tubbs. A gay junkie alligator never hurt anybody. <laughs> Barry, yours is That's Life. Oh, my God, she's left them in the glass by the bed. And Tim, here's one for you. Treasure Hunt with Annika Rice. Sorry about the fog, Annika. Um, the Eiffel Tower should be coming up any minute now. <laughs> and welcome to South Africa for the first in a new series of Pop Black. <laughs> I like the idea of one man and his dog sort of starting it. Come away, come up. Bucket of cold water, please. <laughs> Go to the last swing at Coronation Street. They're putting beer in the water at the Rover's Return. <laughs> Again, Point, points of view, if I could wrinkle my nose and do it. I, I agree with you totally, Mrs. Brunella Worthington of Elstree Hearts. The Board of Governors here couldn't stuff a dead yak with after eight minutes. <laughs> 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 Price is right. Come on down. Oh, they have. <laughs> the news, the news. The world ended yesterday. <laughs> now look at the weather. <laughs> well, ending that round, as always, on a high note, we're going on to... <laughs> We're going on to the round called Sing Along. In this round, each panellist has to sing along with a disc. Once the tune and tempo have been established, the sound of the disc will disappear and the panellist will be left on his own. After embarrassing pause, the disc comes back and the panellist scores points if he's still with it. And you'll be the judge of that. The audience is going to judge this one. We're going to start the round with you, Barry Cryan. I want you to sing along with Putting on the Ritz from the soundtrack of Young Frankenstein. <laughs> If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Put it on the roof! Different types to wear a day coat can switch stripes or cut to weight coat for perfect fits. Put on the Oh! But according to the stopwatch here, you were three hundredths of a second out. <laughs> Willie, you're going to sing along now with Don't Rain on My Parade by Barbara Streisand. 
And there's a tube. Don't tell me not to she? live just sitting further. Like candy in the Don't bring around a cloud. Don't worry now, my friend. Not to fly, I simply got to. If someone takes a spill, it's me and not you. Who told you you're allowed to rain on my parade? How much I bend out? I'll beat my drum, will you? And if I bend out. I can't give you a point there, Willie. You weren't even with it when the music was going. <laughs> I can't compete with the nostrils. <laughs> he wins by a nose, I tell you. Bill, as you're a newcomer to the game, here's an easy one for you. I, I Who Have Nothing by Shirley Bassett. <laughs> I Who Have Nothing I Who Have Nothing I Who Have No One Sell it, sell it. I adore you And I want you so I'm just a no one with nothing to give you but oh I love you Excellent <laughs> Ten points for ingenious cheating <laughs> Tim, here's your one You're going to sing along with I Want to Be Like You from the Jungle Book <laughs> I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop and that's bothering me. I want to be a man, red cup, and stroll right into town. And be just like the other men. I'm tired of monking around. Ooh, ooby doo, you never. I want to be like you. Ooby doo, ooby doo. I want to walk like you, too. I talk like you, too. Not since okay. Greystoke. <laughs> now we come to a very significant moment in today's programme. Tim Brooke Taylor and Willie Rushton are going to attempt to beat the world speed Mornington Crescent record. This stands at present at 17.2 seconds and was achieved by two Finns, Jorgen Matty and Jan Nielsen, in 1982. They also recorded a time of 18.1 seconds at altitude. Well, this speed record attempt is based on a six-move permutation and is therefore in line with other world record attempts. We also have two independent adjudicators in the audience to ensure fair play, and as an added precaution, Tim and Willie will now put on their blindfolds. <coughs> okay, you ready? Right, stand by, Tim and Willie. Oh, I wonder where you are. Is that your beard or are you standing ah. on your head? <laughs> challenge from back. Uh, wrong, wrong round. Sorry, Barry, you were going to no, challenge. Can see, Tim can see around the side of that. There's <laughs> not really anything very interesting going on. Though, <laughs> right. Stand by. Tim will be starting from Cockfosters and the time starts now. Earl Street. I should get you then. Uh, Longsdale Road. Praise Street. Uh, how many more have we got to do? Uh, I don't know. I'm blindfolded. Well... <laughs> <laughs> About quarter past three, Willie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Westbourne Grove. You, yeah, yeah. Morning and Grove. Correct. Well. 
Well, it's nice to be out Well, there. you just scraped in inside the record. So that's, uh, I mean, our audience here realise that that's a fairly significant moment in this, uh, not only in the programme, but in the entire 13-year series. Yes, you know. indeed. So let's have another round of applause for Timber Taylor and Willie Russell. We did it of course, we'll have to ask our two adjudicators to see whether the, they did that correctly or whether there were any mistakes. So if I can ask the two adjudicators in the audience to give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Could we have a slow action replay, perhaps? That'd be very exciting. I'm not even sure that's a thumb. <laughs> yes, we are, our adjudicators passed that one. So can we have a round of applause for our two adjudicators? Great. And also another round of applause for Samantha, who's making... Oh! Ah! Who can well record book making an absolute dog's dinner of the score. <laughs> she hasn't we been a for a year. We go on to a round called Lies All Lies. I'm going to give a team member a subject, and he must try to lie about it for a minute. If he tells the truth, he can be challenged, and the challenger will then take over. And we're going to begin with Willie Rushton. And Willie, your subject is The Gas Board. The Gas Board is a wonderfully efficient organisation <laughs> that provides cheap electricity <laughs> in every home in the country. Finland. <laughs> With a simple device, a tap, one can have a house full of electricity which will run your kettle so it'll boil in at least 27 minutes. Um, it'll bring you brilliant television from, from BBC One Thanks to Mike Grade, who is a genius as well, but that's not for me to say so at this juncture. Um, what a splendid job he is doing. He ought to be on the gas board. He ought to be gas. Could be a challenge from Barry Cryer. Could be circumventing the, the, the truth about the uh, kettle. Not you, Mike, because I'm really looking forward to working with you. But the kettle struck me as slightly... Um, too near the average for, kettle too is near about for 30 minutes, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah, I'll accept that challenge. Point. I'll accept that, Barry. Will you continue lying about the gas board? Oh, um... The challenge from Tim Tennis. Hesitation. <laughs> I should ignore that. Yes, with the... Exactly. The uh, gas board. Challenge from Tim Hesitation again, I thought. <laughs> and the lie. I'm trying to get through to the gas board. <laughs> There's no point. You never get through to the gas board. <laughs> I think I'll accept that. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on, Tim, then, quickly, but some more... I think the gas board is perfectly wonderful. The fact that it was cheap, it is the least harmful, it is the most uh, splendid way of driving an aeroplane. Um, or Challenge from Bill. I don't like that look of pain on your face. I think, uh, can I challenge him that had he taken gas, he would have looked much happier. That yes, I is I, true. I don't think that uh, can be argued with. So, Bill, you've got one and a half seconds to lie about the gas board. <laughs> and you win! <laughs> Masterly. Masterly. Let's play another round of that. <laughs> We're going to start this time with you, Barry, and your subject is Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Ronald Reagan, one of the leading lights of the Gas Board Amateur Dramatic Society... <laughs> is one of the more impressive, younger American presidents with... Challenge from somebody, but I, the light didn't go on. Impressive, I was um, debating. Oh, well, no. I think impressive was in conjunction with... Don't you, audience? It was in, in conjunction with younger. 
I don't think he meant it on its own, do you? No, no. It's in, no, do you? Do... I think President had a ring of truth about it, though, which I mean, might well be. Yeah, tell me, President. Yeah. Of the uh, Gasboard Amateur Dramatic Society. Oh, sorry. I was getting to that. Beg pardon? Getting well, you didn't get that. there quick enough. Willie, take up the lie oh. about Ronald Reagan. <laughs> Challenge Barry for being beady, I think. <laughs> and I accept that, too. Ronald Reagan, <laughs> who has been happily married for many years to Barbara Streisand, <laughs> uh, <laughs> was in the original King Kong. He was the original Sarnas of the River, but at the same time, he's never an actor. <laughs> I just remembered that. <laughs> so he couldn't have been, could he? I mean, no, I was lying. Challenge from that. He never was an actor. No. He was a gas fitter. <laughs> from Rotherham. Oh, that Rotherham, Ray. I'm sorry. Challenge from Bill. Which state, Rotherham? You're not meant to ask questions. They're meant to ask questions. I've come a long way for this. I won't that's, all right. that. that's all right, that's all right, that's all right. Will you take it up then, uh, Bill? No. <laughs> He's getting a sleeper back tonight. He's travelling all that way on a plank. It's not funny. I feel as if I'm on it now. Unless you come out of that sulk in ten seconds, I shall award the entire game, in fact, the whole of tonight's programme, to Tim and Willie. Oh, I'm oh. terribly sorry. I would like to apologise to everyone. Uh, I've not got to tell... I've got to tell plenty of lies. Uh, the gas board was a beautiful woman. One of the nice... <laughs> Her marriage to Ronald Reagan was a long and happy one. They had many therms. <laughs> many blue lights flickered above their porch. And Ronald Reagan, who went black overnight, was one of those marvellous human beings upon which the whole free world depends. And I want you to vote for him now! 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 Challenge from Tim. human beings that the whole world depends on. Sorry to say this so literally, but I think Ronald Reagan is best known for his advertisements for McDonald's hamburgers. And that jolly clown that leaps around. <laughs> and I love clowns because they're so cheerful and friendly and I might get a free <coughs> hamburger out of this, if nothing else. Um, I but Ronald, deserve one, in my view. I think so, too. Well, Reagan is also known as being the back part of Black Beauty when the, the first film was made. And uh, Well, as I did didn't it. accept Tim's challenge, Bill is the <laughs> winner again for that round. <laughs> And we go on to the point in the programme where Samantha and I relax and you can, uh, <laughs> you can all enjoy the team's announcements for the late arrivals at the expectant mother's ball. Mr and Mrs Daynow and their daughter Annie Daynow. <laughs> Herr Baron und Baroness Munzgon und their daughter Nana Munzgon. <laughs> Direct from her current engagement in cabaret at the Pudding Club, <laughs> Martha Kerr, the singing old standards like a womb with a view. Would you welcome Dennis Skinner, Dennis Canavan and Eric Heffer. You know what that means? The labour pains of starting. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. And Mrs. Tisenties <laughs> and their daughter Betty Tisenties. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Lee Way and their plump daughter Inez Emily Way. <laughs> Inez oh, Emily Way. Where's the F? Oh, did you leave it out? <laughs> <laughs> so there's Mrs. Maxwell. She's obviously had a checkup. Now, uh, <laughs> oh, 
Oh. A pregnant pause in the festivities, please, for Mrs. Marion Kind. Oh, Miss. In that case, she's obviously not the Marion Kind. <laughs> that final thespian, Sir Raggett Mother. <laughs> oh, Sarah Gate, who's always got it in for somebody. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Pod again, and they're. <laughs> And their second daughter, Noreen Bod again. <laughs> On your knees, please, to welcome Julius Caesarian. <laughs> There's a mysterious figure over there. What's his name? Um, Billy Cull. <laughs> like a chord to the audience. <laughs> Will you welcome, please, a Scotsman with Indian overtones, and it's, <laughs> it's past midnight, we can say, morning sickness. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Official Insemination. Uncontrived. Off, off, off. And Robert. <laughs> In response uh, to agonised cries of May Day from the producer, <laughs> this is where I... Mr. and Mrs. Juiced and their son, Ian. Nice of you. There's Delabree. <laughs> been drinking polluted water. She's three months stagnant. <laughs> it's cabaret time. Will you welcome Wham? Bam! Thank you, Bam. <laughs> Well, we've run out of time now, so we have to say goodbye from all of us here until next time. Goodbye. Squire, Tim Brooke Taylor, Willie Rushton and Bill Tidy were being given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Matthew Scott setting some of them to music. The programme was produced by Paul Mayhew Archer. And there's a second chance to hear that programme at 6.30 on Monday.